You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. To another episode of Extreme. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. That is correct, Zach. And we have clearly just given up on all this popping. <laughs> like, it's yeah, just gonna happen. Yeah. Like, we can't, we can't do anything about it. Yeah, like, I guess we- it's just part of our lives. We should just know from now on that whenever we finish a stage, we're going to pop into the next one. So maybe we can try something at the end of this one to kind of negate that. Are you down? Yeah, yeah fuck the pop. All right, fuck the pop. Fuck the pop. And fuck the pop would be a really good t-shirt, by the way. Um, <laughs> let's move on and let's just run through the lava reef zone, and we'll tell them what we what we got up to when we're done. All right? Let's do it. Okay. Do you have your fire pants on? <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, I've got all my fire pants. Okay, good, because I just bought the one pair of pants and I've just been changing the dial on it. Yeah, you could borrow mine if your dial breaks. Oh, okay, good, good, thanks man. Uh, let's just, uh, let's move through here quickly and carefully.
Welcome back, everybody. That wasn't too bad. No, no. That actually was pretty nice. I liked it. Yeah, for a place called Lava Reef, I was uh, expecting a bit more. Right. What does that even? Does that even make sense, Lava Reef? I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever. I mean, let me play, put it to you this way: If there was coral reef and lava kind of just came over it, is it a lava reef? I don't know. Or is it when a coral reef grows out of lava, <laughs> as, <laughs> as as coral reefs do? <laughs> You know? Yeah. Is That's a thing, right? Yeah, things grow out of lava. Oh, maybe. I'm going to abandon this joke and just move on. <laughs> so, Lava Reef, we've managed to get through. It's actually a pretty nice stage so far. Um, yeah, I like it. It starts off by kind of showing you some game uh, in mechanics here of just smashing down doors versus opening doors with buttons. So, the brutal way and the civilized gentleman's way of opening mm. doors. Quite. Mm, yes. We don't always need to brute force our way through everything. Sometimes it just takes a nice button press. <laughs> mm, yes. Mm, ooh, mm, push that button. Feels good. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would call it a... So even though it's such a simple thing, it does hinder your forward progress, so I think it counts as a mechanic. Okay. Um... And then there's a series of explanatory events that kind of just happen one after the other, which I wanted to call out because it's a pretty good way of covertly, like, overtly conveying what's about to happen. Okay. So you go past the first button, press door, onto this little outcropping. And the outcropping starts to crumble and fall, but you see above you two rings... And then you're just like, oh, I guess I should jump to grab those rings. And then by jumping into those rings, it kind of leads you directly to uh, overhead of an enemy where you just kind of fall down and bash their head in. Right. And then once you bash their head in, you realize that you can stand on their body in the lava, thus introducing you to the concept that some enemies can become platforms in this stage. Classic. Isn't that just a beautiful, beautiful layer of conveyance I'll right there? How conveniently conveyed. Exactly. I'll have my conveyance with a side of cheese, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're still in the gentleman mode mindset. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to call that out because I thought it was an ingenious little way of kind of arts artfully using just the minimalist amount of assets to convey a concept to you without you even realizing that it's being conveyed to you. Right. Unless you're me and you just happen to have all the time in the world to look at all this shit. <laughs> Which is becoming less and less true. Um, what else do we got? There's a game mechanic right after uh, that I've dubbed These Metal Boots Were Made for Walking. Nice. Christopher Walking. <laughs> oh, no. No. no, that wasn't even good. No. <laughs> I know, I know. That guy could have done better, baby. I mean, if you did the voice. <laughs> These metal boots are made for walking. <laughs> it's me. I'm the my boots. <laughs> get go. out of the way. Good, get out of the way, dinosaur robot. I need my coins. I am Sonic walking. <laughs> it was Not Sonic it. running. Thank you. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so basically what happens is you just jump on one to make it move forward and past the other boot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the coin game is kind of on point here, too, where it just has uh, the two metal boots, and then it kind of coaxes you into jumping onto the other boot by showing you, like, hey, there are these coins, you might want to jump onto them, and then by doing that, the boots move, and you're like, holy shit, here we go! Here we go! Yeah! And, uh... <laughs> and they <laughs> am I doing, spikes. like, all of them? <laughs> and they do break spikes. I was going to call that next. Yeah. And you just see... No, it's fine. I want you to... I want you to be more involved. I want you to be, think like you can say whatever. I said it. I said it. The spikes. This isn't an hour of Zach's rantings. Well, <laughs> maybe it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it shows you can also destroy spikes there. So it's like, oh, hey, I don't even have to worry about that because these metal boots were made for walking. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, Pretty soon after that, another mechanic is introduced. Uh, you spin me right round, baby. I think I might have had music uh, on the brain when I wrote these down. It's a theme. It's part of the, part of the theme. Thank you. The I think I was, list- I was listening to like an early 90s, mid-thousands playlist. <laughs> nice. Um, I know one of those is not from then. Don't, don't PM me. I'm, I make mistakes. Um, so you, it doesn't quite convey which way you need to approach this, but this is kind of just one of those points where trial and error is acceptable because there's no real danger here. Mm-hmm. Um, you face right, and it'll go, and you do a spin dash, and it'll make the elevator go up, or you spin left, and it'll go down. Now, the only reason that this is okay, in my opinion, is because in Stardust Speedway, they already explained to you the concept of moving stuff by spinning next to it. Right. So, without that, this would have made a lot less sense. Fair enough. So, I mean, yeah, it would have been another, otherwise it would have been another instance where it's like, hey, you know, just do this. You can't really, like, do you know what to do here? Figure it it out, fuck nuts. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Doesn't even matter. Who cares? Um, That's whatever. Um, And then, as you move forward here, the mini-boss kind of just falls in and destroys the floors uh, with you uh, on them and <laughs> tries to make you fall into lava. Yeah. That's, that's like what mini-bosses do. Well, I mean, I appreciate that they're kind of showing the mini-boss off prior to you actually fighting it, giving you a sense of uh, foreboding. And at least uh, if you're paying attention to what the mini-boss does, you can maybe use that in the upcoming fight. Oh. Ah, pay attention, yo. Get your paying attention pants on. Are you watching closely? (laughs) You're watching closely, (laughs) pants on? (laughs) Oh, shit, I brought my explosion pants. (laughs) Oh, damn it. We gotta gotta get you different pants. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's an interesting little point here where it just kind of... They haven't done this for many of the other mini-bosses where they show you kind of what you're in store for so i thought i'd call that out cool and then there's an indiana jones moment where there's a spike wall it's chasing you down the hall and then this music plays it's like and actually no it doesn't play that music (laughs) (laughs) but it would have been really cool right it would have been so cool come on sonic uh how did that music sound you think you know paul Paul, what do you think the music would sound like? Put in certain sound effects right here to express how you think this song would go. 
Oh, Paul, that's such a funny one. Oh, man. How, how did you, you think of that? You oh. are genius, oh. Paul. Oh, oh, my God. How hilarious. Always um, on point. Oh, this game is on point. Um, and then as we move <laughs> through this hallway here, um, it really goes ham on these rock bomb enemies. Because mm-hmm. I didn't really call them out before because they're just normal-ass enemies. Um they just kind of peppered in throughout the second half of this stage, like, indiscriminately. Which is kind of annoying, because each time you think you're building up speed, you stop on one of these rock enemies. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, go! Oh, there's another one. Oh, yeah, go! Oh, there's another one. Yeah! Oh, yeah! <laughs> that's exact... Yeah, that was uh, word for word. How... Word for word what I said yeah. when I was playing. Word for word, exactly. Um, but then as you go forward here, don't mind me, I'm reading my notes. Um, Zach's reading his notes, everyone. Ah! 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 Uh, I think I just blew out the mic. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I still hear you, uh, so you're good. Oh, wait, oh, okay, we're, on, cool. we're on the phone, so... <laughs> it's a different mic. The, the phone mic. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I guess we're just at the mini boss now. Yeah, yeah. That sound fair? Yeah. Driller droid. That's the name of the mini boss. Driller droid. Um, it's an interesting fight. I really want to call out mainly because the boss kind of hurts itself mm. in between attacks if you plan out your movements right. So it'll try to kind of dig into the ground, hence the name. And uh, kind of crush you beneath itself or kind of cause a lot of rocks to fall on you. Although, once it crashes through the ground, it causes a lava spurt that hits it right in the face and damages it. Yeah. So, does your job for you. Yeah, so it's an interesting fight there because it hurts the boss for you without having to worry. Hmm. Well, I mean, you can still hit it, obviously, but it's cool because it's the only boss that kind of self-harms while it tries to attack right yeah um i thought that was a pretty cool little feature don't you yeah it's uh interesting never seen it before yeah well not in this game at least yeah not this game uh but if you don't really time out your uh or you plan out your attack way very well it could very well go back into a spot that it already drilled in and it won't make that same mistake twice so it'll just kind of summon a giant spike ball that Indiana Jones chased you earlier and kind of just try and hit you with that. So you got to be careful. Make sure that when it's trying to home in on you, you are in the right spot. Indeed. Pro tip! Pro tip! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, new segment. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Pro tip! We can have, we can have like... Pro tip! <laughs> and it's, it's just like w- it's one second of advice yeah. don't <laughs> watch out for getting crushed because being crushed is bad pro tip okay i think that might be a new segment we'll, we'll try it out on oh the next God. episode <laughs> um, but i think that's it for act one and then we move on to act two after we've taken the uh convenient elevator downward Indeed. Um, and we're in, like, I don't even know, Somewhere like, the else. crystal lava reef? Yeah, I don't get this. We're below the lava? Wouldn't it be hotter below, even? 
Uh, I don't know. It looks cooler down yeah, here. It's, it's gotten like blue and crystal. Even the even the music seems to indicate kind of like yeah, like a crystalline like yeah. ice vibe, right? Is this, is this the reef part? I don't even know. Maybe there's lava and then reef. That could be. Maybe we missed the little ampersands in the middle. It was like lava and reef. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even have <laughs> as much flow to it. No, that's true. That's why I was really tiny. It was like lava and reef. <laughs> It's like when they have signs up that says, like, free beer, now that I've got your attention. It's like, fuck those signs. Yeah. Such a cock tease. Yeah. Um, but this act, I think we were pretty much in agreement here, right? Yeah, we were talking about that. Um, that uh, we liked Act 1, weirdly enough, more than Act 2. Yeah, what's the deal with that? It's like the, the only level in this game so far. Yeah, all all the other acts have been act too heavy, and like they those are the ones where the heavy hitting like game mechanical arcs and game elements kind of coalesce and make for such a much more fun uh, stage to play. Whereas this one kind of the elements didn't really come together as much. Mm-hmm. Um, the elements being uh, the changing of direction on a conveyor belt, which is fine, Ooh. I guess. um and then combining that with like real precision platforming yeah um it just didn't i don't know it wasn't as fun yeah and then couple that with the fact that they must have been super proud of that lava spurter asset that they made yeah it's fucking everywhere (laughs) oh yeah and like and like not even a good way like they just sometimes have it off screen as you're about to like go to a spot where obviously your momentum's gonna die and you have to speed back up and then it's just like oh let me give you a hair dryer and fucking blow dry the shit out of you with fire <laughs> haven't you ever done that you put the hair dryer on too hot and then you're like bah, my yeah. scalp <laughs> yeah times. yeah that's why i shouldn't uh that's why i shouldn't do that after i shave my head it's just not smart no, no. i mean it, it dries um, really quickly anyway that's true, but I gotta keep that sheen. Keep it. Yeah, That's the sound of sheen. Sheen. You know, maybe Paul can put in a better sheen sound effect right here. Probably. I don't know. Um, he can if he wants. He can put in like a goat if I if he wants. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that would be even better. <laughs> I don't know. It just like that's how uninterested I am with this second act. Like. There's there's nothing really that's kind of grabbing me here. A lot of the other yeah. elements are mechanics we've already seen in other stages, and mm. it's just kind of like, okay, you saw it, and now we're making it harder by adding more spikes or putting in lava spurts or making the level weirdly vertical. Yeah, true. The level got weirdly vertical at a point, which Sonic doesn't do vertical very well. Yeah. He, he does horizontal very well. That's like his thing. Yeah, he goes left to right really good, but not up and down. Right. And when you try and kind of force in more horizontal sections where he's got to go, like, up a set of stairs, like, that's not fun. No, yeah, it's always not fun. (laughs) Never. So, it's never fun. Fun. Going upstairs is not fun. (laughs) Um, But that's... Dude, I'm I'm kind of stuck. That's all I got. I didn't really write that much. I just feel like this level wasn't really thought out when they made it they just like put a bunch of shit that was in the act one but with a different background 
yeah, like, I don't know. Nothing really stood out to me. Yeah. I'm, and I'm like, yeah, users like, are, sorry, users. Jesus Christ, I've been at work for too long. <laughs> uh, listeners, write in, and uh, if we're missing anything here, I genuinely feel like I might be. Write in and let us know at itsthextreme@gmail.com or kind of tweet at us if you want. Like, I feel like I'm not, I'm, I'm missing something here, but I don't know if I am. I don't know. I'm agreeing with you, Zach, so... Okay, fair enough. So you want to just talk about the boss? Yes. Do it. The the Heavy Rider! Um, which rides a rabid-looking motobug and swings around a ball and chain. That's true. Yes! I do. <laughs> it is true! Um, <laughs> and then you give me one second because I gotta open up my notes here uh yeah so it's surprisingly annoying to really hit this boss mainly because uh you can't hit the moto bug that it's on because that doesn't cause it any damage and then if right. you try to kind of angle your way in to hit the uh motor the heavy rider you got to make sure a that you uh are in the right spot to hit it because it's constantly moving and b make sure that while you're moving towards it you are not going to be hit by the giant mace ball yeah which causes a bit of a problem mm-hmm. um but this is probably like one of the more surprisingly annoying fights for that reason yeah it's on like, top seems, of it it seems like standard but it's like it's got a little annoyance to it well on top of that they'll they'll do this like they'll try and do like sick tricks off of the rampage that's there and like Kids cheer while, like, (laughs) confetti shoots up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those fucking lava sparks come out. Because they gotta have those lava sparks because they love them so much. Why not? Yeah, because (laughs) why the F not? Why the F not? Um, Yeah, but the, the sound effects are pretty funny. Oh, yeah. I think, it, like, that's the thing. Like, I got a bit peeved at points, but then when it's just, like, they're jumping over, like, evil Knievel style, and then the kids are like, yay! It's <laughs> off the confetti. It's, like, it's just funny. It kind yeah. of, like, dull, dulls any anger I may have had. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I, I guess they just didn't take this level too seriously. Yeah, I don't know. It, it seemed like maybe they were just kind of, like, here is a level i guess (laughs) yeah maybe they needed to fill it out with a little bit more stuff but i don't know like it's not like oil ocean bad but it's not good (laughs) good right yeah it's fine it's still fine i mean actually let me back it up it's not like oil ocean act one bad (laughs) um but that's all i really got for that and then i guess it's time for maybe a very quick internet backstory maybe internet backstory pro tip pro tip Wait, oh no! Um, is it, is it, <laughs> that'd be really funny. You have that and you just interrupt it. Yo, that'd be pretty funny as hell. Just yeah. try that more often. <laughs> pro tip: Joey's gonna say pro tip a lot more often. Pro tip. Uh, pro tip. <laughs> uh, but for internet backstory, uh, oddly enough, the heavy rider's spiked flail is designed like the spiked ball seen in the Marble Garden Zone and uh, Lava Reef Zone in-game, while the official art 
Uh, sorry, while in the official art, the flail has a more plain design. As I can see here, and neither of any of you can't. Wait. <laughs> uh, through the debug mode, it is possible to fight the Heavy Rider in the Lava Reef Zone as Knuckles, whereas normally you could not. Um, and yes, the Heavy Rider is a Sonic and Tails boss, meaning it can only be fought by Sonic and or Tails. Um, and that's all I got for... Wait! I was trying to see if it would tell me where the kids, the voice clip for the kids thing came from, but why wouldn't it? Come on, that's perfect internet backstory trivia, damn it all! <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. The Heavy Rider is usually accompanied by her truck. Okay, first off, again, why are we gendering these robots? <laughs> the Heavy Rider is usually accompanied by her trusty st steed. <laughs> you want to take a guess at the name of her trusty steed? Steed bot. No, it's the dumbest, blandest name. And I'm sorry if this is actually your name, anyone listening, but it's Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy! I'm gonna hop on my Jimmy and I'm gonna fucking ram you down! I know, Jimmy. Actually, actually wait, that sounded a lot more dirty than I thought. <laughs> so, sorry to people named Jimmy, it's just... If you name a horse Jimmy, it's not even a horse. It's a robot bug. It's a moto bug. Why does it have a name? Moto bug named Jimmy. Moto bug Jimmy. Um, but that's all I got for Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. Cool. Yeah, and I want to apologize again to Jimmy. Is that felt mean? <laughs> I'm sure um, Jimmy is fine. Don't worry that's about. fair. But Joey, I feel like the end of the stage came up. We gotta just start running. Let's just yeah. run. Let's, we just yeah, gotta run. We're gonna we're gonna outrun run, it yeah. because gonna something's be no, gonna happen. No pop this time, I don't think. We're gonna, no, we're gonna no, 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 no. We're gonna run. No. We're running right now, and we're gonna fucking outrun this thing, and we're not gonna have it happen again. It's not gonna happen again. It's not. Good thing I channeled that inner anger into getting through Metallic Madness, because I think I needed that boost. Yeah, probably. This got really hard. It really ramped it up in the difficulty section. Yeah. That section. I like it. 
I liked it that way. Uh, yeah, I, I like mean... It. I like it hard. Well, we're nearing the end game. I feel like the next episode may be our finale episode. I was trying to do the uh, Monty Python thing. We're like, right now, yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, wriggle, wriggle. I forgot what he said, actually. I'm making that last part up. Never mind. Anyway, let's talk about Metallic Madness. All right. Act one. So it's really ramping up the enemy difficulty here. Um, what I mean by that is they have enemies that have uh, sharp blades that change angles every second. So you can't, you got to be careful about where you're jumping into them. Um, they have enemies that just move spikes. Your mortal yeah. enemy. Ugh. Um, that is like a genius enemy. It's a genius enemy. And then until you realize there is a bee holding just spiked balls. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, they're like those miniature versions of the original like Eggman in a cart kind of thing. He's carrying around the spike balls, just those, just miniaturized. Yeah. And the fact is that they have two of those, so you got to be wary of both of them. Like oh, what shit. the f? This is the worst clock ever. <laughs> it also only tells me the time at the like 6:30 hour. <laughs> What time is it? I don't know, but you gotta wait till 6.30. Yeah, then I can help you out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, let me know what time it is then. I'll get back to you. But then there's a game element that kind of also becomes a game mechanic as you move forward, which is moving from the foreground to the background. Yeah, that's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah I like it. it well, getting yeah. slung into the background is a pretty cool change of pace, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't mechanically or game-wise change anything. Right. But it's um, just like a little... little Cool thing well the change in perspective kind of just makes it interesting because you also still have to deal with the foreground stuff that's now in between you and where you're playing right so sometimes you need to be wary of your personal placement with the foreground in check because mm -hmm. sometimes that could block you or you won't know where you're gonna be uh which again kind of adds to the difficulty of this first act here so yeah. i think that's a pretty good idea yeah i liked it indeed yeah, and then it's followed up by the by the least imaginative game element I've ever seen. Uh, well, in this game so far, uh, platforms that just disappear. Like, what? Like literally, they just like bloop, like they they like phase in and out of existence. All right then. So that's just like, hey, what do we that's we've cool. done like we've done platforms with everything except from like just making them play straight up disappear. What do we yeah. do here? I don't know, just do that? Don't I guess. not put an animation at all. Just, like, make it disappear. No, no, I'll give him that. There is an animation. It kind of crunches in on itself and disappears. Yeah. It's just mechanically, it's just, it's a disappearing platform, which we've seen in a bajillion other things. In every game ever. But I just wanted to call it out. Uh, da -da -da. They really, like, dig into this, like, foreground, background stuff. As the uh, stage goes on here, um, kind of even like ramping up the difficulty on those two because uh, they give you more time in the background with more foreground elements blocking you. Right. Kind of uh, making it more and more difficult as it goes on, which is how a good game mechanic should be should be used. Mm -hmm. uh, but that. 
that's all I really got for Act One. Otherwise, it's a pretty standard again platformer. But um, yeah, it's a classic I, uh, type of level. They didn't really add much new. Yeah, but I mean, what's weird is the difference between this and the other one is that this one, like, or some of the other Act One, like this was just a good amalgamation of all the previous yeah. elements and mechanics that had come up. So since we are getting into the end game here, I'm going to be a little more lenient on to be like. There wasn't a million mechanics brought into here. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you gotta. You can at this point very much repurpose yeah, uh, existing I, mechanics. Yeah, agreed. Uh, but you get to the mini boss, which are the Egg Pistons Mark Two. Egg Pistons Mark Two. And it is basically what you think it is. It is about five pistons where Dr. Eggman will teleport in between one of the five to try and crush you. Uh, in between bouts of crushing, he tries a zapping. <laughs> um, and then when you hit him enough times, he'll just kind of go ham and just kind of try and indiscriminately crush with all of them, mm. like at different times, minus the zappy, di zappy doodles. Mm -hmm. uh, so just be careful that you are on guard and moving out of the way when need be. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely a rehash of a Sonic 2 boss. Oh, yeah. um, oh 100%. Um, it's still good, but um, nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, standard fare, and then we beat Act 1 there. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Joey, we're doing very good on time this week. I know. Um, and then we get into Act 2, because, you know, window coverings are starting to spin. Like, woo! <laughs> what? You ever have those, like, floor-to-ceiling, like, window coverings? Yeah. You, yeah, it look like that when they're just spinning. What does? What do you mean, what does? Like, this whole stage has them. Do you see them? They're everywhere. They're They're spinning everywhere. It's like a fucking whirling dervish party. What are you talking about? What are you talking... Anyway, okay. So they're not actually window covering spinnings. They're a game element, which is kind of a rehash of the previous act, but a different way. It's uh, foreground and background, but this time it's like foreground and slightly less foreground. <laughs> um... It's like... Oh, uh, those things. You see what I'm talking about now? Yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> now you go, I'm not crazy. Well, Fine. I mean, it's debatable. <laughs> um, and then, uh, I don't know. It's just... I'm less impressed with this one because they did the first one? Yeah, I guess. It just seemed like they implemented it in such a way in the previous one that it was more... Uh, noticeable Fine. and it made the game well yeah I guess um, <laughs> it just it the more how can I put this the fact that it was so delineated in act one between mm. act between the foreground and the background made it feel more um, more impactful going back there and going yeah. forward yeah this is just kind of uh, an effect yeah basically. Like, they still have enemies in both of those different spots that can hit you if only you're only in one area, but, like, something about being farther away seems, like, to make yeah. it more impactful. Of course. 
Also, the animation of switching planes in Act 1 is cooler than yeah. in Act 2. Yeah, Act, cool. Act 2, you're just, like, standing on a turny platform, and it's like, you, yeah. you're, you're in the background now. It's kind of like the f- fences in Super Mario World. Yeah. You know, they can go on either side. Exactly, except the fences at least have, like, some kind of cool little... It, you animation see Mario's fa- You also see Mario's face on the other yeah. side. Yeah, true, so I don't know. I'm just I'm not as impressed. Maybe if they had done this one first and then the other one second, mm. that might have made it a bit better. Because then I was like, oh, cool, this looks cool. But then the next one would be like, whoa, look, we're going so far in the back. <laughs> yeah, I think I agree. That would have been better the other way around. It's just kind of like a escalation, especially considering if you're making like the same mechanic, maybe mm. make uh, make the escalation seem a bit more natural. I don't know. Right. And by natural, right, I mean right. like farther away if you're going to do foreground, background shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe their goal was to like just grab the attention in act one and then let it fizzle out. And then let you down in act two. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you have a game element right about here is a treadmill planet. Uh, that's what I'm calling it. Treadmill uh, planet. Fuck it. Let's just call it what it is. It's planet fitness. <laughs> <laughs> wait uh, wait a minute that might be copyrighted um <laughs> forget that treadmill planet uh so you basically just run on this little globe to kind of stay on it um and then to get off you kind of just jump um it's similar to something we saw in studiopolis i believe i think it had a similar ish concept Which thing? in studiopolis there might have been a similar ish thing um, Where you run around on a thing? Not quite, but you do rotate around on a circular platform uh, about that big, about yay big. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Probably, pretty sure. Yeah. I think I'm right about that. Then again, I could, be, I could be wrong about that. <laughs> they do, like, make sense there. It's something they could uh, easily redo. Exactly. And then we move on to my favorite mechanic of all time, Mini Sonic. Yay! Which is adorable. And you're nice <laughs> and you're tiny and shit, but like otherwise the game hasn't changed. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Sonic <laughs> He can really run, Sonic. He's got a lot of fun. Pro tip <laughs> It's cool when you're small. Is that a tiny pro tip? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I love it. Um, Otherwise, again, like, we're pretty much done here with this stage. It's a pretty standard platforming level, although I did get a little motion sick when uh, Sonic was on those treadmill planets and going really fast because the screen just kept moving and moving and moving and moving and moving and moving and moving. I was like, oh, God, my head. Yeah, you just gotta jump them off of those things right away. Yeah, God, my head can't handle that kind of shit. <laughs> uh, but I guess we're at the boss now. Yeah. And his name, its name is Gacha. Oh, sorry, Gacha Pandora. Gacha. Like you know the Gashapon machines? Are you familiar with the Gashapon, Joey? Gashapon. Um, sounds familiar. To it's me. like a Japanese. Uh, I wouldn't call it a game, but it's like when you go to the, uh, when you were a kid and you would go to like 
a convenience store or grocery store or something in the back. They would have, like, you put a quarter in, you turn the crank, and something comes out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what a gashapon is. It's just the Japanese word for it. Okay. Um, but you fight him as Tiny Sonic. In my case, I fought him as Tiny Supersonic. <laughs> nice. Um, so basically, the fight is pretty reminiscent of an actual gashapon, where you actually have to hit the lever to rotate out an enemy. Uh, which can be one of three things, the Mini Egg Mobile D, a Mini Amy Rose doll, or a Mini Eggman in a ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and all you need to do is just keep hitting the uh, the lever to keep rotating out more enemies, and once he's done uh, with all of his gashapons, the ship kind of explodes, and he comes back for one more hit. You gashapon one last time, and it shoots him out of his own machine. Easy. So all you gotta do is get them all. Gotta get them all. <laughs> gotcha <Gosh> pun. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's synced up in the audio. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's about it for this mouse. Um, let me ch- quickly check and see if there is an internet backstory for Gosha Pandora. Internet backstory. I guess so. Yeah, there is. <laughs> the Gasha Pandora is based on the Gashapon, small capsules that can be dispensed from vending machines. There well, thank you for that. Uh, the prizes that Eggman dispenses are based on the Egg Mobile D, the Marvel Zone boss, uh, and Amy Rose Robots. Uh, interestingly, the Amy Rose Robot mimics the animations the character performed in the Sonic the Hedgehog CD. Uh, it is also seems to borrow elements from Tails Doll, featuring the same round blank eyes and red-tipped antenna. Uh, the Gasha Pandora heavily resembles the botanic base boss from Knuckles Chaotix. Uh, in dispensing all of the Gasha Pandora's eight capsules without destroying any of the robots they release, will earn the player the collect all achievement. Cool. Uh, which, if you could not catch it, that reference is related to Pokemans. <laughs> and that's Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. Nice. Beauty. And I think that's where we're going to... I think that's where we're going to call it today. Uh, We're ending it a bit early. Yeah, that's cool. It's like not pretty, pretty standard levels, you know. Yeah, I mean, once we get here into the end game, there's not going to be too much new to talk about. So I think next time we'll actually have to talk about the special stages, which we have neglected to talk about yet. Ooh, good call. So we'll remember to do that. But but first, we're going to thank all of you people for listening. Thank you so much again for listening. We love you so much in a very, very platonic way. Do not take that the wrong way. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, feel free. We have so many different things, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all it's the X stream, or you can email us if you have comments about how wrong I was about things or why isn't Joey talking as much or Or like how good looking we are. Yeah. But about that, because you totally know what we look like. Maybe who knows? Sound. Yeah, we probably sound like drunk 13-year-olds. Yeah. 
Okay, let's give ourselves a little more credit. Probably drunk 17-year-olds. Um, but thank you again so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's the extreme at gmail.com. That's I-T-S-T-H-E-X-S-T-R-E-A-M at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to be streaming. No, I, yeah, I'll be streaming Twitch and shit. I'm still yeah. getting everything set up. I'm, I'll probably have intermittently done some Twitch, but I'm, I'm trying to get it back up. My apartment is nearly ready to go. Um, nice. it's been kind of a mess with my life in general and starting a new job and new apartments a lot. All good things. All good things. It's just bad for you guys. I'm so sorry. Uh, but that's about it. Um, oh, I want to thank our, our network, Never Sleeps Network, for hosting us. Um, check out all their awesome shows that they got. Vest of Friends. They got Talking Wrestling. They got Speech Bubble. Love those guys. Check them out. They are awesome. Yes. Uh, but other than that, um, oh, I always forget to say this, but if you want to donate to us, you can. Uh, we're going to keep making this show for free regardless. But if you want to help us out in paying uh, paying Paul to do these awesome sound effects, like the one he's going to put in right here, then you should help us and donate a little bit of money. Um, yeah. And I know Paul will be extremely grateful. Um, but yeah, you just go to our Patreon. It, it's the extreme at Gmail. Sorry, it's a page. God damn it all. <sighs> We're not re-recording this. We're just going to keep going. No. Um thank you guys again for listening even though i've said it a billion times joey did i forget anything i'm uh, so tired uh, did you thank the listeners yet thank you guys for listening okay, don't yeah. forget to write it down um but joey i think do we just let it happen at this point let it happen i'm gonna i'm gonna lay down in the ball over here and just just wake me up when it's done all right wake me up when september comes all right Pro tip, okay. let it happen. Dun, 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 pro tip. Okay, we'll talk to you guys next week. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.